Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. And together we made progress. You know, uh, from Turkey to air travel to tank of gas, costs went down. They went down. The economy was on a tailspin. A tailspin. That is the fact. Because of the last administration, because of the Trump administration. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Freedom is back in style. Welcome. The revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind the scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Hour two, Sean Hannity Show. Toll free, it's 800 941 Sean if you want to be a part of the program. All right, we are in Alpharetta, Georgia. Uh, well, not strange territory to our next guest. Former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, is with us. Uh, boy, I remember the Cobb Galleria. The night was election night, 1994. I was your MC. You had, you, you, that night you brought Republicans out of the wilderness for the first time in 40 years. Republicans got a majority of the House of Representatives, and you became Speaker, and that became a part of my life's history, and I am forever grateful. And then you ended up balancing the budget four years in a row, and it's not been balanced since, and it wasn't balanced for a long time before, and I don't see any hope that it's going to be balanced anytime soon. Well, I'm, I'm a little more optimistic. I think that uh, we actually have a, a pretty good budget committee chairman, 
and I think that they are working very hard. They've actually produced a budget which would be in balance in 10 years. Now they got they got to want to carry the country and pick up a heck of a lot of seats next year. But if they did that, they've they, you know Jody Arrington as chairman has proven that you could balance the budget if you had the willpower. And the question will be whether we get a president and a House and a Senate that are willing to do it. And I think getting spending under control, balancing the budget, getting back to three and a half or four percent economic growth and uh, uh, dramatically overhauling the federal government. I think you just saw in Argentina, that's a pretty winning package when you're dealing with people who are very unhappy and who uh, see that their money is being spent in crazy ways and that uh, they're getting poorer while their government gets richer. Let me ask you about the the Republican majority. It's very slim. A lot of reports that Kevin McCarthy and and one other congressman are, are thinking about resigning before the end of the year or maybe early into next year. Then the whole George Santos fiasco. To me, that is an unmitigated disaster on top of the fact that Republicans can't even unite on some of the most basic items, or as you call them, the 90, 10, 80, 20 issues, that the, the low-hanging fruit that everybody should agree on if they're a Republican. Yeah, I think this is uh, the new speaker, Mike Johnson, has an enormous challenge. And it's one that uh, ultimately, uh, as brilliant as he is and as much as I admire Kevin McCarthy, he he couldn't find a way to both keep his entire conference. You know, he got 96 percent of the House Republican conference voted to keep him. But the 4 percent who sided with the Democrats were the margin of defeating him. Uh, and in that kind of environment, I think Mike Johnson is going to find pretty rapidly. He's going to have similar problems uh, because there's a block of Republicans who get up every morning knowing they're voting no. They just don't know what they're voting on. Uh, and they remind me of uh, Kennedy, who used to wake up and Teddy would, Teddy's first comment was, we need more money. And then he'd say, now, what's the issue? Well, I mean, you have a wealth of experience. That's pretty much how it works. All right. With that said, because, look, you, you have various factions within the Republican Party, but they are the majority. It's frustrating to me as a conservative that Republicans don't stand on principle. You know, I would think that demanding a border bill alone would not be that heavy a lift for them and, and just not be willing to go along with any other spending until they do that. Or, for example, Chuck Schumer gave, you know, a passionate speech about anti-Semitism yesterday, a little late for my liking, uh, he could have done this when uh, uh, Congresswoman Tlaib was talking about wiping Israel off the map from the river to the sea, but she didn't get kicked out of Congress. Uh, and and the reality is, Chuck, I'm sorry, um, Schumer this week had an opportunity to have a standalone Israel funding bill, and he chose not to support it. And he got all the Democrats not to support it because he wants the big omnibus bills. He wants Ukraine tied to it. He wants Taiwan tied to it maybe some border security money just to get the House to go along. Um, why can't they just have every bill be a standalone bill and work that way? Well, you could, but you, you probably couldn't get anything through at that point. Um, you know, the, what they're trying to do is figure out, you know, are there enough things that if I each one brings, let's say, 70 or 100 votes, so if I can get three or four things that each bring 70 or 100 votes, can I get to a majority? Uh, I think that the border ought to be a much bigger issue than it is. I just read a thing this morning about a, a 94-year-old World War II veteran being kicked out of his uh, nursing home so they can turn it over to Biden's illegal immigrants. And, and I've decided every time I use the term illegal immigrant, I'm going to put Biden's name in front of it because none of this is an accident. 
This is a deliberate policy by Biden and the Democrats to drown the country and people who are here illegally. Uh, and they, they know it, and they're doing it willfully and deliberately. And I think that we need to make them accept the consequence of their behavior. Well, I mean, I, I, I tend to agree with you uh, on every front. How do you do it? Well, I think, first of all, you've got, you've got to get agreement on what you're at least willing to talk about. Because if you get 200-plus uh, Republicans in the House and 48 Republicans in the Senate, and they have the same language, they can drive things. I mean, Reagan managed, long before Rush Limbaugh became famous, long before there was a Fox News, Reagan understood that just sheer repetition you could get through despite all the efforts of the news media. Uh, and so I think that's a, you know, a fascinating way to approach this. And I think that, uh, you know, that's why, for example, I've, I've talked so much about big government socialism, because that's what they are, and it's very unpopular. Uh, and again, to cite, you know, recently we've had elections in um, Argentina, in Holland, in Finland, in Hungary, in Italy, in Greece, in South Korea, and again and again, the people who are sick and tired of big government and sick and tired of left-wing values have been winning astonishing victories. And I think that Republicans should focus, first of all, on what do we have to do next year to make sure we win the biggest possible victory at every level, House, Senate, President, uh, governors, what have you, and how do we draw the issues so clearly uh, and focus on them? I mean, I, I think that Congress ought to go to New York and hold some field hearings with the senior citizens who are being kicked out of their homes in order to take care of illegal immigrants, just to give you an example. Uh, <clears throat> second, I think, and if you want any single argument for why it's good to have a Republican House, look at the work they're doing to bring to the surface just how corrupt and how sick the Biden family is. Uh, and I think that none of that would be happening if the Democrats were in charge. So, it's, so I these, are, these are serious things. When somebody who's as serious and, and careful as Andy McCarthy, who used to be a prosecuting federal attorney and, and prosecuted the terrorists who uh, had the first World Trade Center bombing in 1993, when McCarthy writes a piece that starts with, it's now clear that we have the equivalent of a Chinese communist agent sitting in the Oval Office. Uh, that's pretty devastating. Does it... Um, there's a whole zone here, not just of corruption, but of basically selling out America and doing things for foreign dictatorships and foreign oligarchs uh, that clearly violate any commitment to, to improving America. And I think that's going to be part of it. But, but Biden also faces just reality. I mean, when you have uh, 900, I'm sorry, 800 cars carjacked in Washington, D.C. by Thanksgiving, there's something profoundly wrong. Uh, when, when you learn that the, the estimate is that there have been $4.2 billion stolen from stores in New York City, uh, and you just go case by case and realize the Biden policies don't work, the left doesn't work, and you, and you're, you feel it in your pocketbook, you feel it in the quality of life in your neighborhood, uh, you know, you have, you have the, and you're going to have this great debate tonight, which Cliff and I are both really looking forward to, and I think it's a very, very innovative idea. And it's really a choice of two profoundly different governing philosophies. And I was fascinated that Governor Newsom, in order to welcome uh, the Chinese uh, dictator Xi Jinping to San Francisco, created a totally phony of a Potemkin village, uh, cleaned up the city just long enough 
for Xi Jinping to visit and then promptly let it collapse again. And I just thought, I mean, what does it tell you when the policies are so bad that they have to go about creating a phony appearance in order to have a Chinese dictator show up? Yeah. All right, quick break. Right back. More with Speaker Newt Gingrich on the other side. Then we'll get to your calls. We continue from Alpharetta, Georgia. Tonight's big debate on Hannity, 9 Eastern, say DVR, 9-11 tonight. Uh, is uh, Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSantis. Should be fun. You don't want to miss it. All right, we continue now. We're in Alpharetta, Georgia, for tonight's big debate with Governor Ron DeSantis versus Governor Gavin Newsom. That's 9 Eastern tonight on Fox, but we continue with Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, former Speaker. Um, by the way, I have an old friend of yours in studio here uh, with us. Uh, you might remember when I was here from 92 to 96 uh, doing uh, my show, my radio show on the News Monster, uh, a guy by the name of Eric Sluggo Sadell. Do you remember Sluggo? Of course. That's good. <laughs> Must, Newt, how are you? Almost like old, must be like old home week. Well, he, well, he didn't pay me very much when I was here, just for the record. I go back to when you were still a college professor, Newt, when I first mes- met you. Wow. <laughs> at, Ken- at Kennesaw State College? No, no, no. He was at West Georgia. We, oh, you were at West Georgia. That's right. right. Okay, sorry. And you, you may remember I came in one time to substitute for Neil Borden, uh-huh. and I learned the hard way <clears throat> that doing three hours of talk radio is real work. Uh, oh, yeah. and, uh, wait, wait, yeah. Well, don't don't give away the secret that you actually have to work at this. I love people that said, well, you only work three hours a day on the radio. I'm like, OK, for every hour you're on, there's like three hours of preparation. It's, uh, it's I, amazing to me. I, mean, I, I thought I could just do it. And I went in there and by about the second hour, I was dying. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, you are not. Come on. You have filled in for me before. Look, the things that interested me had no interest to anybody else. And I didn't prepare correctly. I didn't understand the, the nature of, of a Neil Bortz audience. And, you know, I, I've, ever since, I've had enormous respect for people like you and Rush. Uh, you're Because, you know, both of you understand you have to entertain in order to educate. And so you've got to have a show that's lively and informative and that people want to listen to because they have many things they can do with their lives. And, and I think uh, Eric would agree totally that there are a handful of people who get it so well, they become sort of artists of what they're doing. Now, I have to also confess, back when they weren't paying you very much, you weren't quite up to the artist <laughs> level yet. But, oh, uh, boy. Uh, well, but the first time I interviewed Newt was in a Holiday Inn in Decatur, Alabama, when I was doing radio in Huntsville from 90 to 92. Right. Funny story about Neil Bortz. Neil Bortz made me a much better host. I'm driving in one morning, and I tune in to <laughs> our competitor station, and it was 6.15 in the morning. I'm, I'm driving to work. And then on comes Neil Bortz at 6.15. Every morning he would be there at 6.15. He told his audience every topic that he would be discussing that day, meaning he had read every newspaper already. Uh, that means he had been there for a couple of hours. And I'm like, I'm still driving to work. And from that day forward, I got my ass to work very early. And I would listen to him at 6.15 every morning. And then he would give away his whole show. And if he was going to be talking, and he didn't have many guests. So if he had a really good topic and there was a great guest I could get and book, I'd rather have the guest and let the, rather than him just going off on stuff. The other thing is, so one day uh, he announces he has Robert Shapiro. This is right after the O.J. Simpson trial. That's going to be on his show at 10 p.m. My sh- our show start at 9. Probably 10 a.m. I'm sorry, at 10 a.m. Um, and so anyway, I called uh, my my producer, Eric Stengel. How come we didn't get Rob Shapiro? What's going on? 
He goes, no, I think he's going to be on an FM station that we had a relationship with. We actually did an April Fool's switch joke one year, which turned out to be pretty... 99X. Yeah, 99X. He calls over there and says, is there any chance that Mr. Shapiro would like to do an interview with Sean Hannity at 9 a.m.? She goes, sure. And we're free, right? Okay, they come over. I get them first. And then at the end of the hour, I say, Mr. Shapiro, this is going so well. Would you mind staying a little bit longer, maybe into the next hour? He stays till about 1045. Then heads over to Neil's show. Neil meets him in the parking lot. Neil has a fist fight with the guy. I mean, those are the old school radio wars that used to take place. But he made me a better host because I knew how good he was. I knew how smart he was. And then we'd feed him stories on the topics that we knew that his audience was bored stiff with. And every day we try to like feed him stories that that would send him off on the typical tangent, which worked often. That's hysterical. Well, I have to tell you, Neil, who, as you know, He's a friend. By the way, we're best friends. I love him. Well, he now has me coming to do some breakfast group, uh, an early in a four. And the only reason I'm doing it is Neil. I mean, he is such a great friend. We've been we've known each other so long. Uh, but you know, he and Rush were very similar in that neither one of them actually wanted to have guests. Now, I think in Neil's case, because he really liked listening to himself, and in Rush, <laughs> he he knew that his audience didn't want to listen to anybody else. They wanted to listen to Rush. And I remember one time I, I asked you a question because you would, you'd begun opening the evening uh, TV with a monologue. And you said, well, the challenge is that's actually the highest rated part of the show because people are curious about what you think. And then you let us lesser mortals come on and for a while. But, oh, okay. Uh, 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 former Speaker of the House, lesser mortals. Sluggo, you get the last word. Hi, uh, look, Newt, it's good to talk to you. I haven't seen you for a while, but I remember when during a World Braves World Series game, uh, and I had known you for many years, and my brother was in town who was a D.C. lawyer. And he wanted to meet you, although he came from an opposite end of the political spectrum. And but he was very nice. I was really terrified about introducing you, but he was very, very courteous. Uh, anyway, Mr. Speaker, we love having you. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more with Sluggo as the program goes on. He's going to tell you lies about me and my past, but I'm just giving you a preview of coming attractions. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, we're now for it at Georgia tonight's big debate: uh, Governor Ron DeSantis versus Governor Gavin Newsom. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, without the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, how do you possibly know that your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock, they can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. That means when your medical claims come in, well, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix any hidden errors so you only pay what you owe. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, Well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, how do you possibly know that your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock, they can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. That means when your medical claims come in, well, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix any hidden errors so you only pay what you owe. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million dollars. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Get your dose of independence and liberty every weekday right here on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, we are in Alpharetta, Georgia today. Tonight's big debate, state versus state, red versus blue. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida versus Governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, man, I will tell you, the amount of interest in this. Did you see the Drudge Report tonight? I mean, the real debate. Hannity show. On, what does it say? Hannity show something. I got to pull it up here. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. Uh, here it is. Hannity's show in the spotlight. I don't know if that's good or bad. It says tonight, the real debate left and right coast square off. Um, I'm glad there's a lot of interest in it. And as I've been telling many of you, even some of you that are critical, why are you giving Gavin Newsom any airtime? I'm like, you better pay attention to this guy. And, you know, he acts like, um, what are the odds that Joe Biden might not be on the ticket a year from now? Is that a real possibility? Because I think the answer is yes. If I am right, and that's a real possibility, you better know who's behind him. Now, we know about Kamala Harris. She's more more of a known entity nationwide. People know about Gavin Newsom, but they don't really know his record. Uh, the people of California do. And I think to just highlight these diametrically opposed political views and, and philosophies, and look at the results and or failures of them or the justification for why things are the way they are uh, is going to be very interesting. And anyway, so that's happening 9 Eastern. It goes till 1030. Then we'll do a half hour analysis of the debate. Uh, we'll put up on Hannity.com if you want to vote who won the debate. Uh, we'll put that up there. Or if you want to grade the, the moderator and give me an A plus, I'd, I'd take that, too. But that's not part of the equation. Um, anyway, first, I want to remind you, Mike Lindell, he's always looking for new ways to solve everyday problems. For example, you go into a store, you need new towels, uh, you, you feel them. They feel soft. You think they're going to be absorbent. You take them home. And by the way, that first shower, that first bath, if you like to take baths, I'm not a bath person. Guess what? It's absorbent and it's soft. Anyway, then you do it the third or fourth time and that softness kind of disappears. The absorbency, not quite what it used to be. 
Well, my pillows, they have now announced two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. And what makes these towels great is they're now made with what's called a hundred percent long staple shorper cotton. Now it's comb ring spun cotton. That's what makes the towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now you can get a six piece set, 50% off at $29.98. Go to mypillow.com, the Sean Hannity Square. If you'd like their designer premium line, well, that's 20 bucks more, but it's also 50% off. Uh, just go to MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. They have other deep discounts on other great MyPillow products. Or you can call 800-919-6090 and just mention my name, Hannity. Anyway, it's great to be back. Um, I'm now started my 28th year at the Fox News Channel. And I promise you, if you would have looked at any of the early shows of then Hannity and Combs and think that I'd still be there, I promise you, You'd be like wondering, how did they put this guy on TV? And you, they were writing them what they said. The first review of Hannity and Combs said, Alan Combs looks funereal, and Sean Hannity has a bad haircut and has no business being on television. And I have a face for radio. He didn't say that part, though. I, now, I have since done many interviews. Vern Gay of Newsday wrote it, and I've done many interviews, and every time we do an interview, I'm like, we bring it up and we kind of laugh about it. Now I've become the longest-running primetime cable host in the history of cable news. I never thought that would ever happen. All I knew in my life and in my career is I I grew up listening to radio. I was fascinated with radio. My parents were furious at my radio listening because I would listen to talk shows, you know, late into the night in New York. And guys like Barry Farber, who became a dear friend of mine, and Barry Gray and... You know, all these late night hosts and, and, and then it evolved. Then, you know, the acerbic Bob Grant. Hey, uh, get off my phone, you scumbag. Stuff like that. Um, it says, and, and I had a little of that style in me, I guess, when I started. Did you, did you ever? All right. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Calm down. I'm bring, I'm about to introduce you. Uh, but all I knew that light went on and that's what I wanted to do. And and rightly, I was fired at a university station. But frankly, everyone on that station should have been fired because they were all left-wing nuts. Uh, but once they took the mic away from me, I, that, that's all I wanted to do. My life changed. I have no idea why. Then you called me from Atlanta and offered me an opportunity to audition for two days there. Right. An all-air audition. Okay, so I did two days audition. What happened behind the scenes after that audition? Well, let me, you know, we go back, I was telling Linda, Blair, and uh, James, we go back 31 years now. Right. So you were in a talk radio bassinet at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. Looks like you just slipped out of your own bassinet there. Sluggo's chair nearly went right to the ground. Uh, So we we really had to uh, work with you. And you were, you came on very strong. You had the edge of a New Yorker. Well, I had a much thicker New York accent at the time. Yeah. I sounded like Linda. <laughs> See, I don't remember that so much as, uh, as how abrupt you could be with, with callers and even with guests. And I think, and Nancy Zintak, our executive producer, right. and I used to tell you, you're in the Deep South, mellow out a little. You didn't really tell me until. There was an until moment. I don't remember if you gave me how many year contract it was originally. I would think it was a for life, wasn't it? No, it was not for life. <laughs> not even close to for life. Um, and, and you didn't pay me very much, just for the record. Well, we paid you based on the uh, cost of living here, which is far less than New York. It's not that less. Um, <laughs> no, but actually, in, in retrospect, I, I would never have had the opportunities I had not, not being in Atlanta. 
Because then I started doing TV at Fake News CNN, and they were calling me like every other day. Well, you and you also did uh, a couple of talk shows, and you Sally did C- Jesse. Yep, and uh, you did Donahue. Once, we did Donnie. Neil Bortz was on that. Yeah, and you also uh, went up on weekends and did CNBC. That's where Roger Ailes learned about you. That's correct. Okay. So all of that happened. Um, so anyway, long story short, and he's going to distort the story, but I'll let you give your version of it. One day you called me in your office and you confronted me over my confrontational style on the air. And I will tell you, as you, if you've ever watched Howard Stern's movie, Private Parts, you know, it's like when you start on radio, you sound like an idiot, you know. And now a check of today's weather, hazy, hot, humid, cancel late afternoon thunderstorms. Right now it's 78 degrees, slight drizzle on WWW, WNBC. You know, that, that's all real. That's how you start out. Yeah. I think you become your best host or the way to become the best host you can be is when you are tru- truly yourself. There is no doubt that New York rough and tumble Hey, get off my phone, you creep. Got into my bloodstream. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was how to do a talk show. It's not my natural style. It definitely is Levin's natural style, yeah. for example. Hey, get off my phone, you big dope. Right? But um, it's not mine. And so you bring me into your office. And I remember this well. And Nancy was in the meeting. And I remember you're, you're kind of in a very nice way. You didn't yell. You didn't scream. You just said, you got you to gotta calm down. Callers are, I'm telling you, we're getting complaints about how, not what you say, they agree with you, but how you're saying it. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, I knew from the time I heard your tapes before we ever brought you into Atlanta for the uh, on-air audition. So this is the guy. He's young, he's inexperienced, but he's where we need him to be politically. Okay, so I played the, uh, Nancy, you know, is sort of to the left of the left. But she, she, I have to give her credit. She was a terrific producer. She understood the talk talent, and she helped produce to your strengths. Did it with Neil, too, when yeah. he was there. Uh, but all we need to you, you had to just grow. And you were young. I thought you'd bring a younger audience. You know, you, yeah, you were young at one time, Sean. And, By the uh, way, we did. Yeah. I remember books, Men 2554 with 12 and a half shares. Yeah. But don't forget we had the Braves, too. Yeah, when you lost the Braves, I said goodbye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you did stay for the Olympics. That was very kind of you. <laughs> you do know what the AJC said in their year-end edition in 1996, right? I, I, I remember you remember these things better than I do. Go ahead. Well, I actually have the article saved. It said, 1996 was a great year. The Olympics came and Sean Hannity left, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny. But that meeting, I remember what I said to you. I said, you've lost confidence in me. That's what I said to you. And what did I say? You were very nice. Honestly, you were, you were a great mentor. You were. Uh, what you didn't want to do, and then I figured out what had happened, that a big research project had been conducted on the station, on me, and you would not share the information with me, but you wanted to filter the information to me. It's all correct, right? Critical mass media did it. Yeah, we did. Joel. It, yeah, it would, you know, it, we really needed to proctor that to you and other talent. Yes. Okay, and and there are a lot of talent that really can't handle research. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. Yeah. So one night I was there late, just happened to see an open office door <laughs> that was locked. <laughs> not necessarily. Oh yes, I don't. Was. I don't recall that part. That was Arnie's door. I know it was locked. And I found that perceptual. 
Yeah, it just jumped into your hands. It did. <laughs> and I read the Sluggo, I read the whole thing. I know you did. I know, and the verbatims are what got to you. The verbatims were unsolicited comments about varying hosts. Mm -hmm. And the audience was shouting at me to calm the hell down. They liked my opinions. Yep. They did not like my style. This is everything we were telling you too, but uh, yeah. But and when I had, but when I had to read it myself to I, get it. Yeah, I, I never lost confidence in you. I knew what you could do. And again, for our audience, the target we were hitting, mm -hmm. you were perfect for that. And it was just a matter to uh, to grow into that role in a more be yourself, as you said. How long can you not be yourself? How long can you be that dishonest? Eventually, eventually the real person has to come out of its radio. Radio is a warmth medium. You can't live a lie like that, especially when... And this is a very intimate medium, too. Totally agree. Yeah. So, um, I took it seriously. And by the way, there were probably about 20 years in my career, and I've told... I never really got into great detail. I paid for research on myself. I know. And I would read it just the way I read the research because that helped me improve more than anything. Because what I realized is the audience is never wrong. One thing I, I want to go back. At the time, you had the nervous system of Jello. <laughs> you were you were so insecure. And, and you've told me every day you thought I'd fire you. Every day after the show, I would go into the into the control room, steal the tapes and make it that you could not listen to the show from that day because you were in meetings the whole show. I would have Stanger walk the building and find out where you were and I and and do do topics you didn't want me to do. Um, I hope you've gained some confidence in me. <laughs> well, you know, I thank you. I thank Bill Donovan. I thank Roger. I thank everybody that's had an impact on my career. And um, it's been an amazing journey. Well, nobody works harder than you. I've got, and that your your work ethic was one of the things we saw right away. And that was such a strength. And it's been such a strength for you all along. Your success, to a great extent, is due to you. All right, quick break. Uh, more with my former boss and friend, uh, Eric Sluggo Seidel, is with us. Uh, we'll get to your calls later on in the program. At the top of the hour, Christy Nome will join us. And uh, don't forget our debate tonight. Blue state, red state, red state, blue state, the great state debate. It's happening in Alpharetta, Georgia, 9 Eastern. Governor Ron DeSantis versus Governor Gavin Newsom. I, your host, will be your moderator. All right, so we're in Alpharetta, Georgia for the big blue state, red state debate uh, happening tonight. And Eric Slogo Seidel uh, is with us. He is my former boss when I was here, here locally in Atlanta. You know, that story I told about Neil Bortz is true. And uh, you know, I've told you that story before. And I was shocked. That he was at work and I was still driving to work and I wasn't on for another two and a half hours and that he had already read everything. And I'm like, I'll never survive. Then I'm taking my first vacation like a year later. I'm in my car. Now, Neil switched stations. The reason I got hired by you is because he went to a competing station. The one I'm on now, the good station, WSB. Um, the one we had doesn't exist here anymore. That's true. So, so um, Neil's on the air. I'm listening to him as I'm going on vacation. And he's like, Sean Hannity, I know you're listening. How the hell do you know I'm listening? <laughs> yes. He goes, Sean, your phone's about to ring. It's going to be Sluggo. Sluggo's going to say, come on back um, because of what I'm about to announce. Starting Monday morning, I'm going back to my old time slot. He was supposed to compete against Rush. Didn't work out well. No, he thought he could beat Rush and he couldn't. Okay. So he's going back, and then, he, then he's going to start a show 15 minutes before me. 
I get to the airport. I'm like, I'm coming back. You would not let me come back. That's right. And I had no power to fight you on that. And I, uh, it was the worst vacation I've ever had in my life. Well, I'm sorry about that. I thought you needed the break, but uh, you know. And I think you filled in for me in the meantime. Went, and the ratings were incredible. <laughs> they went higher. There was a lot of blank space. <laughs> oh man! Um, but now, you know, Newt said something. I, I could never do this full time. You could so. You uh, it, it is. It is so. The the amount of work that goes into this. You did ask the program director all the time. Yeah, it was ask the manager. Yeah, Ask the yeah, manager, yeah. sorry. And, and, and there were times when I filled in when I would do topics, too. Right. Uh, but um, but for the moment, I guess this is why I went into management. Why? <laughs> I couldn't do the, I did news. I came up through news, not through talk, so you know that. But you know what's odd for me is I can't even believe that I don't know what my life would be like if I didn't have this three-hour outlet every day. You guys talk about how hard it is I can't think about life without it. Isn't that weird? No, not at all. Not at all. It's what hits you. It's in your heart. Sluggo, I'm grateful for you. And you've been friends ever since. Bill Dunham, grateful for him. Everybody that's helped me in TV and radio, my current partners, I mean, they're amazing. Um, you know, everyone from Julie to Bob Pittman, my, I have the best radio team. They're half here. Sweet Baby James is here. Linda Blair are here. Um, and the same with my TV style. Great people. Um, you're an easy guy to like, by the way. The people don't no, know. They like me because I give them bonuses and I pay for lunch and I pay for dinner. Uh, you're an easy guy to like and people people should get to know, I hope can get to know you on a different level because you are a terrific human being. You're a great man, Slogo. Thank you for helping me. You, you, were, you definitely helped me. I take a lot of pride. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher, it is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today.